Oh, Won't You Be Mine, episode 39. Listeners, welcome back. If you're a new listener, what are you doing here? <laughs> Starting episode 39, are you crazy? Fine, do it, it's a good one. I'm not going to lie, it's a bloody good episode. This is your weekly reminder to, uh, if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends. We're trying to grow this baby. We want this baby to grow up strong and healthy. We want it to have big, strong teeth that can bite through uncooked vegetables. So tell your friends, you know, leave a review if possible. Uh, If you want to support us even further, uh, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision for exclusive access to bonus content. Anyway, here's me yammering on. Here's episode 39. Turn the lights down low. Put Pottervision podcast on soft and slow. Cause baby, we ain't got no place to go. I hope you understand. I've been thinking about this all day. Hello and welcome to the Pottervision podcast. The podcast where Tom Lawrenson, this man adjacent to me, mm-hmm. and myself, Lucas Kirkby, we look <laughs> at a chapter from the Harry Potter series of books, and uh, we just use that as a springboard for a convo. <clears throat> Tom, aloha. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Very well. How Lo- are thou? Loved the intro. Loved the intro. It got me thinking. Yeah. Are people listening to the Pottervision podcast while they're kissing and, if not maybe, making sweet love to their respective partners? I think a lot of people are. <laughs> we have a lot of messages in saying that the only thing, actually, that gets them in the mood for lovemaking is listening to the Pottervision podcast. <laughs> you know, uh, we've saved a lot of marriages, I think, through this podcast. You know, a lot of people, uh, they'll be listening to me and you talking about Hagrid. They'll turn to each other, raise an eyebrow, nod, <laughs> and get down to it. And they don't press pause. But I think in equal uh, amounts, we have ruined some marriages. Look, so, it's high risk, high reward, this podcast. You know, you, listen, you sat in the living room listening to the Pottervision podcast with the volume turned all the way up yeah and you can hear me and you chanting hang tumnus <laughs> yeah and perhaps you know little you miss li- naughty knickers <laughs> perhaps you live with someone who loves the mr men series or maybe loves the lion the witch in the wardrobe exactly yeah and they're really not going to be liking that exactly the first thing they say way. is i want a divorce i never want to see you again <laughs> because if you're a Pottervision podcast listener, you're going to refuse to ever turn it off. <laughs> That's the Pottervision <laughs> promise. We are hoping to get promoted to a Class B drug. Uh, we will keep you updated on that. We're just waiting for the government to get back to us. Very good. Now, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not seen you in about two weeks, maybe three weeks. God, listeners, it's been a long stretch. Have, have you told any of the listeners? I've not, but I will now. I was a COVID contact. Mm. I did a gig 
Uh, in Corby, which is kind of like the Midlands, uh, East Midlands maybe. Corby? Corby, not too far from Peterborough, I don't think. It's about a three-hour drive away from here. Corby? Oh, Corby. Was gig. It was a comedy club for kids gig where we were doing 20 minutes of improv at the end, headlining. Got you. It was fun, but because it was an improv gig, I was car sharing, and a member of the car share bloody got the old coronavirus. Really? So I was a contact. I didn't get it, though. Is that like a low-stakes gig, or is it a high-stakes gig? Low-stakes gig. Because if you were doing stand-up alone, if if you do, like, badly, that's on you. Yes. But if you're in an improv troupe, you get to share that out between you, don't you? A (laughs) hundred percent. Well, there's five of us, but only 20%, you know, (laughs) of me was bad. I must also say that in my experience as well, it is nigh on, I would say, impossible to properly die doing improv. In my experience, anyway. Whereas stand-up, I feel like you could very easily have a bad one. Me and you die all the time. I don't know why we keep getting up. Why do we do it? Why do we do it? Well, then I think as what I've noticed is, is, for me, stand-up can go a lot worse, but I think also the heights of stand-up oh. are higher than the heights of improv, personally. Yeah. That's just from my point of view. So you got COVID. No, you didn't get COVID. No. You, got, uh, you had to quarantine. Yes, I was a contact. Because you were a contact of someone who had it, and they said, Mr Kirkby... Ten days without seeing Tom Lawrenson. Yes. That's what the letter said. That's what the Track and Trace app specifically told me. Don't see Tom Lawrenson, don't see anybody. I called you up immediately. Yeah. I said, come round now, give it me. I you said, got I can't. It. I you can't got it, I want it. You, <laughs> you want some, I'll give it you. Give, give me the kiss of death. Yeah, and I said, I'd love to, but I'm having to isolate. Oh. Uh, what have I been doing with my isolation? I've been working from home, but I've also been getting my retro game on, and I completed uh, Tomb Raider 2. Tomb Raider 2. Yeah. Oh, my God. PlayStation 1? PlayStation 1. I downloaded it on Steam for a fiver, yeah. and uh, I think it took me about 18 hours. Did you get a controller, or were you playing with this keyboard and mouse? Playing on the keyboard. No mouse, just keyboard. That's the awkward thing about it. Figuring out the controls. My, my, my. But you can edit the controls. You can choose which button does what, and that helps, because then you fit it around your hands then. Mmm. Well, yeah, played that. Oh, my God. What else did you do? Oh, watch TV. Yeah. Um, I had to get a Sainsbury shopping online. That was, uh, that was fun. Any substitutes? No substitutes whatsoever. And also... My total on the first glance came up to £39, and it cost £4 for delivery. But if your shopping comes to over £40, you get free delivery. So just got a free thing of raspberries and got money off. It was lovely. What a tale. What a tale. <laughs> uh, guys, turn off now, because that was the peak of this show. My raspberry tale. Oh, how about you? What have you been doing in your freedom as somebody who's not had to quarantine? So you call me up, right? He calls me up. He says, uh, no podcast. Me sick, me die, me ill. Yeah. Arrange me funeral. Yeah. I go, muh, muh. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to have to record this podcast on my own. Yeah, yeah. Start recording it. Doesn't work. How come? 
got no one talking back at me. I'm coming out with all these funny ideas. Yeah, yeah. And I've got no one laughing or saying, don't say that, or cut that out, or my mum will hear that, please delete. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I have to abandon the whole idea. But in all seriousness, you know, I... uh, I don't know, what have I been doing? Just pottering around, hey. soaking up the sun when oh. it would uh, come. It's know? been glorious weather recently. Yeah. And even though I do have a garden during my quarantine, I did not step foot in it. Why, weirdo? Because <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's very far away. I have to walk through another garden littered with dog turds to get there. There's a dog turd minefield. Do you have like that immediate garden, though? That it's not a garden. It's got no grass. It's just like a little yard with mm. a washing line on it. It ain't no garden. Like an S club garden. <laughs> exactly. Show me how. Yeah, but uh, no. Yeah, I've just been uh, keeping my mind healthy, and uh, I suppose absence, absence, absence. Absence. Yeah. Absence doth make the heart grow fonder. I've it missed doth. you. I've missed you too. Yeah. There is a little Tom Lawrenson-shaped hole where you normally are in my life. Excuse me? <laughs> and I won't say any more. Now, Tom! What do you want from me? I prepared these notes about three weeks ago. Are you ready to see how much I can remember of... I don't think we've even said what chapter we're on. <laughs> this is episode 39. We're on chapter four of Prisoner of Azkaban. Are you ready for a chapter rundown of the Leaky Cauldron? Yes, please. Harry Potter has two weeks at Diagon Alley at the Leaky Cauldron. He goes shopping, he buys his new books, he buys his new bits and bobs. And he has a great time doing all his homework. And eventually, Ron and Hermione turn up. Hooray! They go to the shop and uh, they go to the pet shop. Ron shows scabbers to the pet owner. The pet owner's like, whoa, that rat is old and ill and he's got toes missing. Do you want another one? Ron says no. Then a cat attacks scabbers. Mm -hmm. They come out and it turns out Hermione's only bought the cat and called it Crookshanks. Anyway, they're all deciding to stay at the Leaky Cauldron before getting the train to Hogwarts tomorrow. But... Harry overhears Mr. and Mrs. Weasley discussing the fact that they don't want Harry to know mm. about Sirius Black mm. wanting to murder Harry Potter. Mm. And then he goes to sleep with his talking mirror. <laughs> and that was the leaky cauldron. <laughs> what do you think to that? And he goes to sleep with his talking mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Excuse me? <laughs> Harry, I only see you. Ah, he only has eyes for me. No, 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 no. Only you are in front of me. Mm. How many people do you think I've seen? (laughs) Wicked Queen. (laughs) I'm in this castle. I've only ever met you and your husband. (laughs) To be honest, um, you're staying in a room above a pub. (laughs) How many drunkards do you think sleep in them them same stained (laughs) bed sheets? Well, Harry, you, you're in top ten of prettiest boys that have slept in this room. <laughs> Look, when you say fairest of them all, by them all you're referring to people who go to a Weatherspoons. <laughs> There's not a lot of competition here, mate. It's you. It's you. Congratulations. No need for a huntsman to chase one of our <laughs> lovely customers into a forest <laughs> and take out their hearts. 
Because it's you, you're the fairest of them all. No need for a huntsman to kiss your deceased body. <laughs> <laughs> or to use a pig's heart, pretending it to be yours. Anyway, we digress. That's Snow White for anyone who's not caught on to what we were doing. Snow White. Which is your favourite dwarf? <laughs> From the Snow White universe. All right. Uh, I think it would be... Well, Dopey's the funny one, isn't he? But uh, I used to think Bashful's cute, just because he's very shy. He's like 50-odd. What are you all about? Well, they're all bloody 50-odd, aren't they? <laughs> Dopey seems to be a bit younger. Grumpy's grumpy. Doc is a bit too serious for me. So what have we got? Sleepy, he would annoy me. I like Bashful. I like Dopey, but again, he'd get tired. Happy is an obvious choice, but maybe a bit too boring. Uh, I never and liked, sneezy, bloody hell. I never liked how Dopey's clothes were too long for him. And he was, like, tripping over them. Oh, it's because he's Dopey. Look, you've got six other mentally capable friends yeah. you who could easily... Men. You're craftsmen. Yeah. You know how to use your hands. Yeah. Make him an outfit that fits. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to look, oh, he's Dopey. Well, help him. <laughs> oh, he's sneezy. We'll get him a tissue. <laughs> Clean up. Why yeah. has it taken a woman to break into this house to get this house cleaned? Yeah. I'm you too can, busy being shy. You can tell he's got allergies. <laughs> it's got to be the dust mites, hasn't it? In that in yeah. that little house in the and woods. And what are you so shy about? You live with your brothers. <laughs> and none of them are that bossy. Yeah. Oh, I don't like to talk to these people I grew up with. <laughs> Grumpy? What is going on with you? Yeah. You live in the high life. A woman's just broke into your house and she's sleeping in your bed. Grin, would you? <laughs> now, the pantomime company I work for does Snow White occasionally as a pantomime. Oh, yeah. But because of Disney copyright, you cannot call the dwarves the same names. Yeah. So you have to call them different things. Okay. So I think instead of like sleepy, it's like dozy. So we've got seven dwarves. Seven dwarves. Let's work them out. Sleepy. Dozy. Dozy. Right. Bashful. Shyy. Shyy. <laughs> um, dopey. Dum-dum. Dum-dum, I'll have that. Yeah. Dum- Doc. Uh, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Sneezy. Um, a chewy. A chewy. Okay, I'll have that. A chewy. <laughs> what else is there? What else have we got? Grumpy. Grumpy. Dickhead. Dickhead. Get that down. Dick. One, two, three, four, five, six. Who have you missed? Uh, have you got Sleepy? No. Ha- sleepy? Oh, oh, that was Dozy. Happy? Yeah. Shagger. Dozy, shyy, dummy, <laughs> what was that one? Nosy, a chewy, can't <laughs> read my own writing. <laughs> Dickhead. Dickhead and shagger. There we go. And this is a pan of mine for children. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was all for a memory, that. <laughs> it's funny, that. I remember being a child and being outraged when ice cream vans had drawings of 
characters that they had not the license of on their ice cream vans, you'd see yeah. the seven dwarves and they were drawn a bit shit. And it would anger me, or even if it was like the Simpsons. Yeah. I would be in, I, I, I remember thinking <laughs> in the car, being in the car, seeing an ice cream van, thinking, I should report that. <laughs> because Homer Simpson's eyes weren't right. <laughs> Guys, uh, is that the police? I'd like to report an ice cream van. It drives around near me uh, at ungodly hours. Uh, no children seem to buy ice cream from them. Uh, when people do go there, they seem to buy packets of uh, powder, green, <laughs> green like leaves. Uh, right, what's the problem? The cartoons on the side of them. They don't look anything like what they're supposed to be. Marge's got green hair. Oh. It's not the drugs that they sell. They've given Lisa a white, a red necklace. She's got a white one. Everyone knows that Lisa should have a pearl necklace. Right, so, yeah, so Harry's got a talking mirror in his bedroom. <laughs> Is that all we've covered so far? We're uh, 15 minutes in. We've established he's got a mirror. So Harry's got a talking mirror in his bedroom. So, is this mirror sentient? Because... Harry asks the mirror a question after yeah. a hard day of work, yeah. And the mirror replies, you're fighting a losing battle there, dear. Oh, and he tries to flatten his hair. And it's a bit camp as well, this mirror. It's very, it's very camp, very sassy. But... Mm, you're wasting your time there, my dear. <laughs> it's funny, that's just introduced it all, like, like it's normal. Yeah. It's just, like, you know, said the mirror. And you're like, oh, where's this come from? I think... J.K. Rowling has had a look at this chapter and thought, needs a bit more magic, this. Needs a bit more pizzazz, a bit more razzmatazz. Talking mirror. She's looked at, she's looked at her videos on the wall, oh, seen the spine of Snow White and gone, magic mirror. <laughs> magic mirror in this. Put a magic mirror in it. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll save the Jamaican bobblehead for the film, but in this chapter, I want a magic mirror. <laughs> what are we going to have next? Uh, what, what have we got on the wall? Bambi. Harry's mother dies! <laughs> Harry's mother dies! Bambi as well. Um, Bambi. We call Ron Thumper. Call Ron Thumper. <laughs> what else have we got here? Uh, Cinderella. Um, the, the Horcruxes. <laughs> Somehow. I'm not figuring it out yet. Not, I, I can only write so much on this coaster in a cafe. I can't write everything down. <laughs> Love that narrative, don't they? Yeah. You see that everywhere. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter on a piece of toilet roll, you know, in the rain. And you're like, <laughs> what? Look, she had the whole seven books plotted out on the back of her shorts <laughs> that she wrote with her own blood because she couldn't afford a pen. They were the nicest cream bathers you've ever seen. <laughs> Is that a Welsh thing, calling swimming trunks bathers? I've never heard of it before. Have you not? Because I watched an ITV drama where a murder was solved by finding a pair of these cream bathers. And I've, I've loved to hear it saying the word bathers ever since. <laughs> what, for, like, swimming trunks? Mm, like, um... Beach shorts. Yeah, beach shorts. Yeah, never heard that before in my life. Harry has been left alone at the leaky cauldron. Why not? Why not leave a little boy um, to stay at a pub? Nice, if anything. It's not weird at all. No weird people hang out in pubs, do they? Oh, no. You wouldn't catch a, a hag eating a liver from behind a balaclava, would you? 
I love that. It's mad, isn't it? The fact that he is just left to his own devices. I think it's meant, never mind a pub, just any hotel. Like, imagine the Prime Minister putting a 13-year-old boy in a Premier Inn for two weeks and then leaving him. Don't worry, I've told him he can only go to the shops. It would depend on who the Prime Minister is. If it was Boris, I would be like, what a legend. (laughs) Of course he would. I would go, what a laugh that is. If it was Theresa May, people would go, what a bitch. Mental. How dare she? Premier in with all her money. Pathetic. Boris. <laughs> Classic Bojo. <laughs> yeah. I'd I'd be bored silly, you know. Because he's there for two weeks and he can only go to Diagon Alley. Mm. And I think the novelty would wear off very quickly. God, yeah. He's already been there twice. He knows what it's like. And I think for two weeks, just going up and down this street, I think would... Oh. I've oh, driven out of my wits. But kids love repetition, don't they? Yeah, they do. They love the same thing over and over again. Oh, I'm going to watch Lilo and Stitch every night before I go to bed. Don't blame you. Good film. <laughs> <laughs> but every I... night? Yeah, so Harry yeah. is running round. He's like Willy Wonka in a chocolate factory, isn't it? Mm. Everything he's ever wanted is surrounded yeah. him. He's getting fed ice cream on the uh, every half hour. Every half an hour. <laughs> this guy is a glutton. <laughs> How that isn't even humanly possible. He has a free Sunday every half an hour, every thirty minutes. Every thirty minutes. Thirty minutes is enough time for your body to say, I'm full. Well, thirty minutes it takes a long time to eat a Sunday. He's chain eating <laughs> some days. He's got one waiting for him before he's finished the previous one. <laughs> Bloody, I can't get over this. It's a funny hypocrisy in these books yeah. where if you eat a lot, um, you described like, what a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you get fat by eating a lot, shame on you. Yeah. You glutton. You pig. You fat, lardy pork shoulder boy. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the thing, that these double standards. <laughs> Dudley, he's a fatty. Crab and Goyle, they're greedy pigs. Harry, oh, isn't it fun? A fucking Sunday every half an hour. Isn't that fun for a little boy to be eating? All Dudley's having is, like, three bits of trifle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame on you, Dudley, for having a bad metabolism. Yeah? Hey, Harry, we love you, skinny. <laughs> Mm. Can't believe it. But like, what? Uh, I would love to see Harry go back to Hogwarts, a big fat boy. Yeah. Imagine if that had been like a plot point for this film. Him going back, and suddenly his bullying turns to how fat he is. <laughs> God. <laughs> Imagine that. And he's like, they have to kick him off like the Quidditch team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry, your broom struggling, boy. Yeah. <laughs> we can hear it going. <laughs> And turn it into some moral tale. Yeah. I don't know how half these shops in Diagon Alley are staying open, right? Because a lot of them seem to only cater to children. Yeah. Wands, uniforms, toys, a whole shop to like Quidditch. Yeah. <laughs> Quality Quidditch supplies. How many people realistically 
are playing Quidditch. You've got the England, I don't know, the Quidditch teams. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. But how many, to run a shop, how many people are buying them? Mm. Hogwarts students don't buy them because they use their own, the school brooms. Yeah. I'm, I can't imagine many adults are going to be actually playing Quidditch or... I don't know. Well, I suppose a lot of them fly around, don't they? Get from A to B. Transport. Put anything. Wands. Do you need a new wand, sir? No. I've got this one for life. <laughs> Are you going to have a baby that's anytime soon? No. All right, then. <laughs> if you change your mind, let me know. Put, like, school uniforms. <clears throat> it's like, what? What are, the, what are the rest of the shops? Yeah. Because they sell... There's, there's probably, like, a lot of shops that sell, like, um, you know, little, like, say, Borgen and Burks. Yeah. They sell random bits of shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, would you like a claw that grabs you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> what about a, a mirror that you can make things disappear in? No. Don't, don't have a need for that. Don't have a need for that. <laughs> uh, empty coffin? I've got a, uh, a sugar bowl with a spoon that will... Fill your cup of tea with sugar so you can't drink it. I don't want that. <laughs> uh, do the tongs clamp my nose? <laughs> yes, I'll buy it. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> For me, this is the most ridiculous line of the whole book so far. Harry's crazy thinking. Go on. He said uh, there was a moving model of the galaxy in a glass ball for sale. Wow. And it said, which would mean... He would never have to take another astronomy lesson. What? <laughs> so you're going to buy a galaxy and a glass ball. Oh, my God. And that means that you never have to go to astronomy ever again. That's like turning up to geography lesson. Miss, I don't have to do geography anymore. Why not? I've got a globe. <laughs> that doesn't mean you don't have to do geography. I don't have to do geography anymore. And he reached into his breast pocket and pulled out an A to Z. <laughs> I've got this. Look, I don't need to do English anymore. I've got a dictionary. He's <laughs> <laughs> mental to think that because he buys a moving model of the galaxy in a glass ball, they're going to say, oh, no need. Cool. No need. Bloody hell. So he's saying he could turn up to Hogwarts, right, with... Uh, Galaxy in a glass ball, special Quidditch broom, uh, his, own, his own potions kit, uh, his own feathers. <laughs> one that you get in the Argos catalogue. One you get in the Argos catalogue. And you don't have to do any lessons. Do you not see my little, uh, my wares? <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore. 100 points for Gryffindor. Hooray! Well done, Heavy. <laughs> Mental. But yeah, the quality, quality Quidditch supplies, mm. Harry is taken aback by oh. the brand new broom oh on display, God. the Firebolt. Harry had never wanted anything more in his life. Mum and Dad back? He wants this broom <laughs> more than he wants his parents to still be alive. <laughs> hey. Imagine that. <laughs> We can bring them back, you know, you and I. No, 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 no. Can you get me a fireball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joining the dark side. 
<laughs> Wee! Hey, that'd be good. Imagine him looking in the mirror of a very sad, and it's him on the fireball. Hey! His mum and dad sad in the background. And Dumbledore like, oh, Harry, I'm disappointed. But nice broom. <laughs> nice broom, Harry. <laughs> the fastest broom in the world. And it's expensive. Oh, they don't even tell you. Muy caro. What the price is. No, no, no. Primaries available on request. Hate that. Yeah. It's going to be expensive. They're going to put you off. Put the price on it. If, if they don't tell you what the price is, I'm not even going to ask what it is. It always scares me outside a restaurant when they don't show the prices on the menu. I think it's going to be expensive in here. It scares you when you go to a restaurant and the menu isn't on a TV screen. That is true. <laughs> With pictures of the food. <laughs> With pictures of the food. It is true. It is true. I want to know what the, the food looks like. <laughs> With shiny spray on it and good lighting. That's what I want to know the food to look like. What do you have here? Cheeseburger. Describe it to me. <laughs> Bun, meat, lettuce. Look, if I'm looking at the menu and there isn't muck in front of every item on there... <laughs> I'm not ordering. <laughs> Excuse me, do you, do you not have the muck risotto? Excuse me. <laughs> this dry white menu isn't very sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Here's one that someone took into the toilet. <laughs> Thank you. Right, but I say... Yeah. Harry. Yeah. Get it. Mm. Get it. Spoil yourself, Harry. Well, he has got a lot of money, hasn't he? He could die tomorrow. He and, could. and he wouldn't have that broom anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Anything. But then, on the other hand, I will argue that he has still got a pretty amazing broom in the Nimbus 2000 that is still only two years old since it's been designed. So I think, to be fair to him, when he shows resistance... To the firebolt. Mm-hmm. I agree with him. Because it's not like... It's not as if he's got a shit old broom like Ron mm. has got. Yeah, or the he, Weasleys have got. He's got one of the best brooms there is. Yeah. It's like the PlayStation 5 has just come out and he's still got the PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know... Yeah. They've got the same games on them. It's not like... Because sometimes... <laughs> you know when, like, parents don't understand how different in quality things are. Yeah. Like, you'll have a... Say you've got, like, a PlayStation 1. Like, oh, I want a PlayStation 4. Yeah. Go, but you've got a PlayStation <laughs> 1. You've already got one. It's about 30 years old, this machine. Why? You're still asking your mum and dad for a PlayStation. <laughs> I want them to get me one. Mrs Kirkby, <laughs> he's playing... <laughs> Tomb Raider on PlayStation <laughs> 1. Please get him a PlayStation Please. 4. It's like, look, you've already got a football. You're not getting another football. Mum and Dad, my football is a sponge covered in gravel bits. I just want a bloody football that don't fly away when I kick it. I couldn't even smash a window with that. <laughs> oh, is that what you're trying to do? Smash windows? Bloody hell, dipping in bloody soap and I'll wash the car with that football. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're done washing the car, you can kick the sponge around. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. 
Yeah, I suppose so. Maybe you shouldn't buy that broom then. Yeah. It would be, you don't know the prize. Well, you can at least ask the prize. Yeah. What's the prize? I'm Harry Potter. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you know this about me. Yeah. But I've got money, baby. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I am money bagged. The fastest broom in the world. The Irish team has ordered seven. Mm. No spares for us for the World Cup. <laughs> we'll have exactly seven brooms, none for the substitutes. Mm. None in, you know, in reserve, just in case. It's mad, though, because how can a broom keep advancing? Because... Nimbus 2000, yeah? Yeah. Stick. Yes. Polished. Yeah. Engraved. Twigs. Charmed. Charmed. What are you holding back? Oh, yeah, we, I think we mentioned this before, where they must be holding it back for, like, profits. The Nimbus 2001 is black. All right. Oh, well, make it better? It's for evil now. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's not as if technology is in advancing. They are, they are, like, assuming that, I don't know, the people who are making them, either their magic gets better... What is the equivalent? Because, say, I don't know, football boots. They come bring out new football boots every year, don't they? Mm. Ones from now surely can't be any better than ones from ten years ago. Well, yeah, because it's like they're even, all... Even cars. Yeah. They're not that drastically different. Phones. Maybe phones, actually. Yeah, phones. Yeah, phones are. and ca- Well, cars are going electric now, aren't they? But it's like, because these are old things. Brooms are old, and... Ones are old, and the only difference is, is that um, they're just be, they're being made by different magic. Mm. So it shouldn't actually they shouldn't get any better. I don't think it's not like it's like saying, oh, we've got these new knitted jumpers, knitted with better skill. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't be able to get this jumper two years ago. It's been it's been knitted mm. quicker. It's been knitted tighter. It's a fantastic knitted jumper. I think it's a bad example coming from a man who doesn't care about cool-looking jumpers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm not the person to talk about this, I do agree. About cool jumpers. I will admit that. You walk around with that jumper that's got the big L on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up on the back. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. Now, the book that bites... <laughs> this really annoys me. Go on. Because it's magic, it has to have a gimmick. It's ridiculous. We touched on this a couple of episodes ago. But there's an even worse one. Mm. The monster bucket, it's a monster, it bites you. Mm. The invisible book of invisibility. We didn't we ordered tons of them. We didn't know where they were. What what do you mean? Who delivered them? Yeah. Where did they put them? Where did you put them? Your bookshop's small. <laughs> Surely there's a, a, an area of space yeah. that you can't get through. Yeah. You know. Because there's a pile in, of a hundred books. A pile of a hundred invisible books. <laughs> Why have they done that? Where oh, this will sell it. Where did you put them? Where are they? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's only that massive blank shelf. Can't be there. Oh, oh, oh. That's creaking. <laughs> <laughs> They're here. It's just like, what next? The book of farts that smells of farts. Why? <laughs> you'd buy that. Why? Yeah, you, I would, you'd be buying that and giving it out at Christmas. Hey, open to page four. <laughs> <laughs> Each page a different fart sound. Yeah. I would buy that. That's a good what idea. Is, but what is the novelty? 
like, you know, is it gimmicks? People, wizards like gimmicks? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't I could, know. I could buy the normal book, or there's this book that screams at you. <laughs> I'm tempted, I'm tempted. <laughs> but I won't, but I won't. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't annoy me all that rubbish. But yeah, he uh, he starts looking at these... Um, these uh, He's doing a couple of new subjects this year, including divination. Mm. And he needs to buy a book called Unfogging the Future. And uh, there's another book, which is called Broken Balls, When Fortunes Turn Foul. And I must say, my fortunes will certainly have turned foul if my balls were broken. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so he goes back into his bedroom that night, says I love you to the mirror. Where <laughs> you got smells. On his way home, he goes, he was bumping into people on the way. Why? <laughs> There's no excuse to bump into people. Attention. Do you think that's what it is? Attention. He wants attention off people. It's like that bit, you know, uh, in the film, where he's in the cloak and he finds out that Sirius Black was his godfather, and then he puts the cloak on and he walks through a crowd in a huff, and he breaks up the whole crowd. It's like, how you just walk around them in a huff? You don't have to bash through 20 people in a circle. He's a coward. He's a thief. Because he wouldn't do that if he was, um, you know, if he yeah. was visible, would he? Yeah. Finally, I'm going to barge through that crowd and grope as many people as I can. <laughs> he was their friend! <laughs> Honestly. Mm. But go on. So, the next day, <clears throat> wakes up. <sighs> Sees uh, Ron. Mm-hmm. Sees Neville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, but it's described in the book, he goes, he sees the real Neville Longbottom. I'd forgotten that a couple of chapters ago, oh, yeah. he pretended to be Neville. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what, is fucking Neville meant to be famous or something? There's a lot of impersonators. <laughs> Would the real Neville Longbottom please stand up? Please stand up. Will the real Neville Longbottom please remember to land on your fat ass? How <laughs> about on the roof? <laughs> I hope Harry tells him. By the way, Neville, uh, just thought I'd let you know, I pretended to be you last week on a bus. Why why did you do that, Harry? I'm shy. Shy? Didn't want him to know it was me. I'm shy. Um, I've seen this happen once. Mm. Stolen identity. Oh, yeah. It's walking home from primary school one day. Yeah. um, With some uh, kids. Mm-hmm. One of them would just do whatever, right? Someone said to him, why don't you have a wee against that bus stop? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Year five. Yeah. Ten years old. Oh, yeah. So he goes, okay. And he starts, broad daylight, three, half three in the afternoon, starts on the, you know, on a main road, starts weeing on the wall. Bloody hell. Yeah, and everyone's like laughing. And this woman storms up and she goes, what is your name, stranger? Yeah, yeah. And he just takes the name of someone else in the class. <laughs> He just takes a name and he goes, it was called Scott, and he goes, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, right, I'm going to be, because he's wearing his school uniform. She goes, I'm going to be telling the school what you just did. It was disgusting. You should be yeah, ashamed yeah. of yourself. Yeah. Just walks off. Blooming heck. And did this Adam get into trouble? Well, it was Scott. Well, I, no, I don't think anything happened, really. No. Well, actually, maybe, maybe it did. Maybe, maybe he did. 
I think this is the problem because if you're in a school <clears throat> uniform, someone's going to be able to identify you at the school mm. if you give a good enough description. So, look, guys, if you're school children listening to this, if you are going to wear a bus stop, wait till you get into your normal clothes. Or do it at night. Or do do it at night, of course. If your parents allow you a window that you can open, mm-hmm. climb out your window, mm-hmm. descend. <laughs> and we. <laughs> descend using tied up bed sheets. Yes. Scale down your <laughs> wall. Yeah. Run <laughs> into the night. Yeah. <laughs> go back to school. Find that bus stop. Yeah. And in that sweet moonlight, yeah. relieve yourself. Yeah. No one's going to be around. Victimless crime. Then walk home. Realise you can't climb back up the window because it's too scary. Mm-hmm. Knock on the front door. Wake mum and dad up. They're going to say, what are you doing? You say, first things first, I need to wash my hands. Mm-hmm. Then tell them what happened. They'll completely understand. And if anything, you'll be rewarded for telling the truth. And that was Jerry's final thoughts. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and each other. Goodbye. <laughs> that, that made me... You know on the Jerry Springer show, <laughs> the cheek of that man to have a show in it with... Punching each other's cousins people and stuff. People with severe, um, highly medicated people, yeah. you know. To have the audacity to you... then put a moral on the end of that show, as if this is a wholesome show where they help people. The audacity of Jerry Springer and the people who make that show. To be like, yeah, yeah, you've seen everybody fighting. Excuse me. You did a ding, ding, ding to make people fight. You have a section of the show where the audience puts their hands up and insults the guests. <laughs> and you're turning to me, giving me advice on how I should live my life. You blonde bimbo. How dare you, the former mayor of Cincinnati. Is it? Yeah. Mental. Absolutely mental. <sighs> Harry <laughs> has spent his time at Diagon Alley yeah. eating out for every meal. Yeah. What I would give to eat out for every meal, honestly, I yeah. love it. I love when you go on holiday. Yeah. And every, should you go out for breakfast? Yep. Should you yep. go out for lunch? Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. Should you go out for dinner? Yep. Should you have snacks in between? Yep. I think the only thing is, is there can't be that many eateries in Diagon Alley. The Leaky Cauldron makes food. Mm. Florian Fortescue has ice cream. <laughs> is there anywhere else that does that does food? <laughs> Is he just got the leaky cauldron going, uh, mix grill again, please? Uh, could I have the gammon and pineapple? All right. Anything other than profiteroles for dessert? To be honest, to be honest, to be honest, I think I wouldn't mind a week of the leaky cauldron. No. You'd get to see all seven days, Monday, quiet. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. Quite again. That's true. You'd only have... It'd be quite a good variety because in a fortnight you'd have curry club twice, <laughs> fish and chip club twice, Chinese club twice, steak club twice. And you'd get different characters. You sat at the bar, yeah? Yeah. Having a drink. Smiling at people. People are like, you all right? Yeah? You buy them a drink. What are you doing? I'm a... You know, I'm just a traveller. I'm a meeting people at the pub. 
Sorry, we're not into that. <laughs> and how old are you? 13. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, it'd be nice. Like, you meet different people, see all the different kinds. Oh, you know, Wednesday afternoon, like, yeah. knitting club comes in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a little drawing club and things. Uh, Leaky Cauldron, Thursday night. They have a stand-up comedy open mic. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Harry gets up, does some impressions. <laughs> hey, here's the... Bl- they'll all know them, because every single wizard has been to Hogwarts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, if I went up and did my maths teacher at a comedy night, nobody would have a clue who I was doing. <laughs> yeah. He goes up, does the bloody barrow, and everyone's like, <laughs> remember him at school! It'd be so easy to do stand-up in the wizarding world, yeah. because everybody <laughs> has the exact same frame of reference. You don't have to cater yeah. for any demographic, because everyone has had exactly the same experience <laughs> with school and with the wizarding world. This uh, <laughs> <laughs> next impression um, needs no introduction. <clears throat> tell you what, that sounds like Goyle Senior. Are you doing Goyle Junior? <laughs> My next impression. Ah, it's the screaming book. <laughs> we love that screaming book. <laughs> he's out and about at Diagon Alley, yeah. and he sees Ron and Hermione at Florian Fortescue's mm. ice cream parlour, mm. and he goes, "Ron, Hermione, lovely to see you." And they say, "No, no, no, Harry. This man's just been telling us that you have a Sunday every half hour." <laughs> And you've been here every day. You've been marathoning Sundays. <laughs> every day. Give me a hug, give me a hug. No, no, take a step back. <laughs> Look at you. You've got sauce all down you. You've got cherries on your top. Yeah. Take off your shoe. Empty it. Hundreds and thousands <laughs> pouring out of your shoe. You are disgusting. You've got a flake in your hair. Is that a gumball on your jumper? Sort yourself out, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) So he's hanging out with uh, Ron Hermione. Yeah. Ron's got an ill rat. He has. He's got a a new wand as well. Ron's got a new wand. Lovely. They won't be using that as a plot device this year. No, no, no. There must be something else wrong with him this year. Can't wait to find out what... Oh, it's his rat. It's his rat. (laughs) First year it was just him. (laughs) Second year it's his wand. Third year it's his rat. Fourth year... His love life? I can't remember. Mm. It's always something that we're around. Um, But yeah, so he's got an ill rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My ill, no feel good. My yeah. rat, no feel good. Yeah. Me take rat to uh, Rat Palace. Where is it? Pet shop? Pet shop, yeah. Pet shop, boys. Do you want to hear my pet shop boys impression? Okay. Hey, Western town and dead and world. East end boys and West end girls. West end girls. Got to say, I've never heard what that song is. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard the pet shop boys. So you're going to have to be the one to tell me if that was any good. It was brilliant. (laughs) Well, the only reason I know, they were very famous in the 80s, but my dad is a massive Pet Shop Boys fan, and he's a collector, and he has over 2,000 Pet Shop Boys CDs. Does he? 
Yeah. So doing with all them? He collects them, and some of them are worth like hundreds of pounds. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, because uh, he collects the same album, but then all the different country versions of it. So he'll buy like the Japanese version, the American version, the Swedish version. Good lord! And they fill about four shelves all across the room. Has he got the LPs as well? He does have some LPs, yeah. He collects a lot of CDs. Good Lord. My mum always says she hopes he goes first so she can sell them all. <laughs> That's what she says. What a nice thing to say. Lovely thing to say. But what used to happen was, I don't know if I've told you this, but he used to always order CDs and my mum would get annoyed that he'd order CDs. But because I would come home from school, I would always be the first person at the door to see the post, mm. and I would have to hide the CDs <laughs> for him so that my mother wouldn't get annoyed. He, he was, and like, there'd be about two that would arrive a day, <laughs> CDs. And some of them he'd sell on for, for more money, but a lot of them he'd keep. <laughs> I had to keep that a, a dirty secret for a bit. <laughs> I'll keep you my dirty little secret. <laughs> Who has to know? About Kirkby Senior and Kirkby Junior's dirty little pet shop secret. Yeah, exactly. Fascinating. Little operation we had on. Has he been to see them a lot? Have you been to see them a lot? I've never been to see them. What about Daddy? He's been a load of times. What does he think of your impression? Do you think it's any good? I think he finds it quite amusing. I don't think he's ever said it's good. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's good. But I I don't know many more of their songs to be able to do. More impressions, but that was their famous song in the in the eighties. Is this one? Ooh, that's Doctor Who. <laughs> right. Anyway, so this this pet shop, right? Yeah. Animals galore. Oh, there's a uh, there's rats, black black ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's cats. You know, yeah. Ginger ones. Yeah. Well, sister. There's uh, double-ended newts, uh, purple toads, a giant tortoise with a jewel-encrusted shell. A giant tortoise yeah. with a jewel-encrusted shell yeah. that you could take to Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandparents have got a tortoise that is over 100 years old. Holy shit. And it was my nana's mum's tortoise, and it's called Joey. And it only comes out for about four months a year. Because it hibernates up in the attic. and uh, But it still goes like the clappers. It goes up and down the garden dead quick. Oh, my like, God. It's loads of lettuce. But it's it's crazy to look at this little thing in a shell. It's only about the size of your hand. Mm. And to think, that creature's been through two world wars. And it did nothing. And it did bloody <laughs> nothing. Well, it suffered from shell shock. Because <laughs> it's a tortoise. <sighs> Come on, that was totally funny. Um, anyway, have you got any footage of that tortoise? Yeah, for footage. Sorry, no, no. Well, I've got pictures. I think there must we'll, be some. We'll pictures. have to share some on the. Uh... Yeah, Joey, who's called the tortoise. Joey Owie. Joey Owie. <laughs> He's a cutie. Um, but yeah, they've got crazy things. Orange snails. But yeah, had me thinking. Oh yeah, Hogwarts. Must stink. A hundred percent. I was thinking this. The amount of owl shit that must be around the, the bloody grounds. Cat piss. <laughs> Rat piss. Yeah. Owl shit. Yeah. I'm staying away. Well, 
Come where, on, stinking going for coming from Hogwarts. Where is Crookshanks's litter tray going? <laughs> yeah. Because if I'm the other four Gryffindor girls in that common room, I'm having a word with Hermione. Look, Hermione, you can't keep the litter tray next to the beds. It stinks of cat piss in here. <laughs> You're going to have to put it, like, in the corridor or something. Unless they have, like, a little animal shelter or something. But I would be fuming if Hermione's like, oh, yeah, I bought a bloody... Uh, I bought a cat. Bloody hell, the room's full of scratching posts. <laughs> cat litter everywhere. Because cats, they don't just bloody shit in the litter box. They're like bloody... Scoop all the bloody stones across the floor. <laughs> Getting out of bed and stepping on bloody cat litter stones. Oh my God. It'd be a nightmare, I'm, honestly. I mean, it's something with you every year. You know, yeah. if you're coming back late, you know, you're getting yeah. petrified. Yeah. My socks are soaked in piss. Yeah. Oh, I'm sleeping next to Ron this year. He's got rats. <laughs> I'm sleeping next to a rat. I woke up with a rat on top of me yesterday. Yeah, that's nothing. My dad said he used to share a room with Hagrid and he had little boys under his bed. <laughs> <laughs> little wereboys. <laughs> Baby werewolves. <laughs> Bloody hell. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, it's, I've written this down. <laughs> in, so, in regards to the cat pits and Hogwarts stinking. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me <laughs> if they turn on a big projector... And watch QI in the afternoon. <laughs> Why not? So I'm saying, I guess I'm saying, people who watch QI <laughs> smell of rat piss. Probably. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> and uh, if you watch QI, it's you. We're talking about you. Did you know that white planes um, fly better than black paint? Is that, is that true? Yes, because apparently um, black paint weighs more than white paint. Oh, that's interesting. And then also, um, does the uh, white uh, paint re- reflect the, uh, the heat rays of the sun? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Shut up. Yeah. If you want to think, talk about that, go, to a <laughs> go camping on your own. <laughs> Don't put that on television. Tell yourself these facts. <laughs> we don't want to know them. <laughs> this pet shop owner, this pet shop boy, I think he's a woman, actually. She sees Ron's rats and she goes, oh, that's a bit old. Do you want a new one? Yeah. How insensitive is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, imagine going to the vet with a cat and they go... I've got a, a young one if you want that instead. But this is not a vet. No, that's true. It's a pet shop. What's her What's her game? Selling, Selling pets. What's her aim? Sell pets. But wouldn't you... I would go through the thing of selling it as a friend for the rats. Do rats eat it? No, I think rats can live together. I know hamsters can't live together. So, okay then. Okay, you be the pet shop owner. Yeah. Right. You be the one who... Um, isn't going to try and upsell me a rat. Okay. Welcome to the pet shop and the pet shop boy. Hi, I've got a problem with my rat. What is wrong with your rat? It's very ill. It's uh, not acting right. It's been sick all over me. It's uh, doing a diarrhoea all down me and it's pissing all down me. That is very sad. I've got some rat biscuits which might help. I don't think I don't think you're listening to me. <laughs> I am. I think my rat is on its way out. What would you recommend? 
I'd recommend you take him to a vet. I'm just a pet shop boy. I hate the pet shop character boy. <laughs> it's only lasting this week. You know it's never coming back. I'm milking the pet shop boy as much as I can. Mm. How's Ploppy? Ploppy is lovely. <laughs> Ploppy's very cute. She she shows her affection in different ways. Tell me more. So, for example, in her cage is a dangling coconut with a ladder. She's got a little dangling <laughs> coconut. <laughs> um, and she doesn't go in it normally, but I've noticed now, because it's near my corner where I'm at the desk, mm. and now whenever I come in to go on the computer, she started climbing up the ladder and being in the coconut near me. Oh. And I do give her a, I give her these, like, dried worms that she likes, which might also be part of it, probably, the food. Mm. But it seems like a, a comfort to her that I'm there. She likes being close to me, I think. So, yeah, she's very lovely. Mm. She's good at being picked up now. She exercises on the wheel, which is cute. Yeah, she's good. Do you know I would have called her instead of Poppy? What? Ratty. Ratty! Ratty, moly, toady and badger. <laughs> That'd be a full name. It would be. I've written in my notes, I hate animals. I would be happy if I could live in a sterilised city where insects and animals didn't exist. I lived under a dome that was air-conditioned. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I ate paste or something. I was going to ask you that. So you, you've not thought about getting a pet of any kind? The only pet I would ever consider would be a hairless cat. A hair, like a sphinx? Muh. Right, okay. And what about Lucy? Would she like a pet of some sort? Probably. <laughs> but the rule is, if, if, if she wants a pet, I don't have to do... It's not allowed upstairs. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't ever feed or clean it or remove its waste. But this will be... You are the ultimate cat dad or dog dad because they always set out these rules and within two weeks it'll be lying on your head in bed, you'll be scooping out its bumhole bits and you'll be calling it smoochy woochums and kissing it on its legs. It always happens. You set your stall out. You go, look, if you're getting a cat, you're feeding it, you're keeping it. I could go the rest of my life. And listeners, I want to hear your uh, opinions on this. Yeah. Could you go the rest of your lives without ever touching an animal? Because I would gladly do it. Oh, that, for me, that would be my living nightmare. I always, if I see a cat on the street, I will get on my knees, I will go like that with my fingers, I'll go, and I'll try and get it to come so I can stroke it. I, I couldn't live without that joy in my life of if stroking I, if, animals. If I, if I see a cat on the street, I walk up to it and go, oh, I knew you'd be here, McGonagall. <laughs> in the hope, one day it'll be her. Um... No, yeah, I think, and it annoys me when people do that. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm, if you, if we're walking together and you started, like, kiss, yeah. kissing a cat, I'd be like, i got to get out of here. Yeah, I wouldn't do it with you, because I know what you're like. Do you know when, do you remember at school, <laughs> when you're walking with a group of lads or yeah. a group of people, and you, you've got to tie your shoe, and no one stops, they'll carry on walking. Oh, yeah. That's what I'd be doing if you stopped to bend down and snog a cat. Oh, yeah. All right, I, I, I could do with that, and then I'd just run and catch you up. I'd get in a car and drive back to England. 
<laughs> Where would we be? Where are we in this scene Scotland. you've made up? Oh, Scotland. We're in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. Mm. Yeah. Hermione buys Crookshanks. God, yeah. And with every new character that comes into the Harry Potter book series, Harry immediately judges its appearance. Mm. It's bow-legged, it's squashed face, as though it had run headlong into a brick wall. Mm. Do we need that? It's a cat, Harry. Just accept it. It's a cat. We don't need to insult it in our minds. Oof. Not as beautiful as me, is it? Imagine imagine you introduced me to someone mm. and you could see on my face that I was thinking mean things about them. Yeah. But not saying them. Yeah. You'd be like, I, I know that you're inside your own head. Yeah. But at least pretend to not be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Just for ten minutes, make the effort. <laughs> And not think awful thoughts about this person you've just met. (laughs) Resist the urge. But I think Harry's very insecure because of that bloody mirror. Every morning... No point trying to sort that out, my love. (laughs) Bloody awful, that hairdo. (laughs) Who's your barber, Stevie Wonder? (laughs) Don't know what I'm doing here, you never take notice. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Good to see that Ginny isn't scarred from all of last year's trauma. Yeah. It's, it's been, what, eight weeks? And she's happy as Larry. She's back. Hi, everyone. <laughs> A good old holiday. Can sort anything out. <laughs> well, if, if anybody here has suffered trauma, or, you know, accidentally nearly murdered people, were groomed by the you know the world's worst wizard. Strangled some roosters. Strangled some roosters. Killed a cat. Written on the wall in blood. Take yourself to Egypt for a month, and you'll come back right as rain. Trap yourself in some tombs, <laughs> and escape. That's what helped me during my isolation. Mm. Raiding some tombs. <sighs> now <laughs> they're talking about uh, Sirius Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're serious about Sirius Black. They are very serious about Sirius. Is Sirius a real name? Um, I don't think I know anybody called Sirius in history or whatever. Um, I don't know. Probably. I know some of the names are made up that she uses. Draco. Yeah. No one's called Draco. Draco means dragon. Yeah, they're like Latin, aren't they? Muh. But then I know a lot... I know some of the names are just, like, old names. I think Sirius could be Latin. Yeah, probably. It's probably, like, Latin for bloody uh, dog or something. This is why you come to the Potter Vision podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I bet you love the bits where we just turn to each other and say, I don't know. (laughs) We have good questions. Do we have the answers? No. No. And if anyone's wanting to come to our pub quiz... (laughs) It's starting next week, where we'll ask a question, and then uh, hopefully you'll know the answer. But yeah, uh, Mr Weasley's talking about uh, Sirius Black. God, yeah. And he says, they've pulled us all off our regular jobs at the Ministry. They've done what? <laughs> well, they've got to, you know, got our perks, haven't they? <laughs> he said, he's pulled us off all our regular jobs at the Ministry to try and find Sirius Black. Mm-hmm. All of us. The receptionist, <laughs> the janitor, the cleaners. Oof, bloody, you'll you never guess what they got me doing at work. Sandwich lady. Any sandwiches today? What are you doing? Get on the hunt for serious plot. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
Just coming home to the wife. Oh. Oh. Never guess what they've got me doing now at work. Go what? On. Hunting for Raoul Moats. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> they want me to find him, he's on the loose. <laughs> you make sandwiches at that place. <laughs> I know, but he's very dangerous. <laughs> so they've had to get me involved. Who's <laughs> Raoul Moats? He's that bloke from Norway who went round shooting everybody. <laughs> he was the he was the only mass murderer I could think of. <laughs> Any sandwiches roll? <laughs> Nearly <No>. got him. <laughs> bloody hell. But yeah, bloody hell, like Arthur Weasley, for me, is in no fit state to be searching for a murderer. God, no. He, he messes about with bloody soup bowls yeah. and telephones. Mm. Let, let's get him out. And rubber duckies. Yeah. Oh, right. Let me just knock on the door. So, so finish what you were doing. What's the exact use of a rubber duck? Right, you finished out there. Uh, we'd like you to search for a murderer, please. <laughs> Hang on, let me just put this bath plug down. Stop what you're doing. Um, <laughs> let me put my oyster card away. <laughs> hey, I tell you who. Uh, I tell you who should get looking for this mass murderer, Mister Bloody Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him going. They must call him that at the ministry, must they? Hey, ho, bang bang, bang bang, we love you. I don't think they'd have that reference, which is a sad thing about the wizarding world that they don't all sit around and watch telly and stuff. So you're going yeah. into work going, oh, you see Line of Duty? And they're like, no. No. It's good. Mm, not asked. Don't have a, don't have a telly. Yeah, because they have radio, don't they? We remember Mrs. Weasley last all year. All we hear is Radio Gaga, Radio Goo <laughs> Radio blah blah. Radio. There's a funny story behind that uh, song. I'll listen to this podcast. It's called Pot Vision Podcast. I don't know what's it about. <laughs> it's a lot of singing. <laughs> it is, yeah, because they've got the radio in the Wizarding World. Because I remember Mrs. Weasley listening to the radio. But then they've not moved on to TV. And I think they're mad not to do that. Because I think they'd get a lot of joy out of watching muggled television. It's addictive. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's too addictive. Maybe it's good for them to not watch it. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I find myself slumping in front of the old idiot box mm-hmm. in the evening and you just waste yeah. that time, you know? Yeah. We've got the... We're at the peak of summer right now. Yes. Where it's 10pm and you still got lightness outside. Yes. Whereas I'm, like, you know, slumping in front of the telly, doing nothing. Should be using that time, you know? Organising my life. Yeah. Learning new skills, reading. Yeah. But you've only got so much concentration in your day. Exactly. You deserve time to switch off. And he's har- well, Harry is happy that he's going back to Hogwarts because he considers Hogwarts to be the safest place on Earth because wherever Dumbledore is, yeah. that is the safest place on Earth. Yeah. Does Harry think that Dumbledore was not at Hogwarts then for the past two years? In what way, sorry? Because for the past two years, Hogwarts has not been safe. No. And, Ho- and Dumbledore was there. Well, yeah, it's the idea that they think, oh, yeah, Hogwarts is safe with Dumbledore. Something's always going on under his nose. Well, how many people nearly died last year? Hogwarts is not safe with Dumbledore there. There's there's bloody people dying every five minutes. It's a school with not that many students. Yeah. 
There's not a lot to do to keep it safe. Buck up your ideas. <laughs> Knuckle down. Knuckle down, Russ. <clears throat> and uh, the night before they go to Hogwarts, they have a five-course meal. Mm. Why can't these knobheads just have a sandwich? God, big meals all the time. Oh, every meal, it's five-course this. You'll have a restless night eating so much. Especially this late. They never just have a snack. It's always either a seven-course meal, a five-course meal, a banquet, a buffet. Mm. Christ. Christ. Just have a bloody bit of toast, will you? Just have a bit of toast, will you? Stop copying me. No, I was enjoying it. Oh, right, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah. He overhears, doesn't he, that, uh, you know, they're talking about Harry and they think Sirius Black is after Harry. So it's revealed, isn't it, that Sirius Black... Is after Harry Potter. God, yeah. And I feel he wants like... Him. He wants him for himself. He does. He's the successor of the Dark Lord. Yeah. And he thinks the only thing stopping his rise to power is a little litwit that's covered in custard. <laughs> a little potty bum bum. But he, I, I love that there's already like an early mystery in this book that's kind of wrapped up. Even though Sirius is not who we think he is, there is like a little mystery of why they're being weird with Harry. And then it kind of comes to a little conclusion in this chapter where they're worrying about Harry. Fudge is worried about Harry. The Weasleys are worried about Harry because they think Black is after him because Black is Voldemort's right-hand man. Harry would normally have been expelled from Hogwarts having inflated his aunt. But rather than expel him and he be killed by Sirius Black, they are waiving that rule and sending him back to Hogwarts. Yeah, 100%. The logic makes sense. I love it. So I do quite like that in in these first four chapters there's already a little bit of a mystery come full circle. Uh, And it's only the start of a very uh, big ongoing plot, plot line. And it's a difference, isn't it, in the film and the book? Because in the film, Mr Weasley just turns to Harry and says, look, Harry, Sirius Black is out to kill you. Mm. Whereas in this book, he overhears it, doesn't he, Mm. where they don't want to tell him. Mm. What would you do if you were Mr and Mrs Weasley? Do you think you'd tell Harry? Yeah, why not? I think so. He's got to know, hasn't he? If you're doing it in the film, I say do it in the book. Yeah, why has J.K. Rowling watched the film and decided <laughs> not to include it in the book? She's bloody she's nuts. People are always doing that. They're watching the film and then they're making things. the book more detailed. We don't want more detail than the film. They're adding plot points that don't make sense, bonus characters. The descriptions of the characters in the book not matching up with the actors they see on the film. Mm. I think some authors are very, very lazy. Mm. And, you know, they take bloody liberties with the film. Mm. How many, how many, how many little boys' shoes filled with hundreds of thousands? Are you giving this chapter out of five? I enjoyed this chapter. Yeah. I like that we're back at Diagon Alley. Mm. This is a part that we don't see again in the film, actually, where he's back out in the shops in... Excuse me, Diagon Alley, having fun, all that kind of stuff. I like the bit with uh, Ron and Hermione. It was all right, bit of all right. And as I said, I like the bit with Sirius Black, the storyline coming together. Uh, don't know much about the sassy mirror. Uh, mm. But I'm going to give this a solid three and a half 
Little boy's shoes filled with hundreds and thousands out of five. Excellent. Three and a half little boy's shoes filled with hundreds and thousands out of five. Yes. For myself, I love this chapter. Detail. Mm. Detail, 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 detail. Harry living alone, living the bachelor life. Oh, yeah. Eating, consuming, eavesdropping, mm. spending, thrifting. Cha-ching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of crazy stuff happening. Yes. For that reason, I'm going to give this chapter five little boy shoes oh! filled with hundreds and thousands out of five. I loved it. He likes it, you know. <laughs> now, that means it's time for one more segment. <gasps> quiz. Quiz, 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 Question one. What is Ron's wand made of? Oh, um... Made up of? Oh, I don't know. Unicorn hair? Yes. Um... Ash? Ash. Ash. Like the wood? Ash? No. 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 Uh, Don't know. 14 inches, willow, and one unicorn tail hair. Oh, okay. How much money does Hermione have left? Uh, 13 galleons 10 galleons Question 3 What did Fred and George amend Percy's badge to say? Um, Big head boy Correct He's got one right so far (laughs) Question 4 Yeah What is the last thing Harry says in this chapter? Um, No thanks No it's I'm not going to be murdered. Oh. Question five. What is the cat's name? Crookshanks. Correct, sir. Two out of five. Pretty poor. But in fairness, I haven't read this chapter for about three weeks. Got to be fair. Quiz, 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 it is now time for the silver medalist in the Potter Vision Segments Olympics. Hedwig's droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. I'm here too. You're here, <laughs> hey! What's in a beak this week? <laughs> Well, first of all, we've got to wish a very happy, happy birthday for last week to Amy Montgomery. Happy birthday, Amy Montgomery. Happy birthday. We don't know how old you are. I'm going to guess anywhere between 19 and 63. Mm. Then I'm going to wish you, Amy, a happy 63rd birthday. (laughs) Will you still need me? Will Will you you still still feed feed me? Well, I'm 63. We would also like to congratulate our brand new Patreon. We've got our new baby Draco. So thank you very much for supporting us, Amelia Thomas. Go on, Amelia. Go on, Amelia. And if we want other people, well, we do want other people to support us. You can go patreon.com slash pottervision. And uh, there are now uh, nine episodes of the podcast, bonus episodes, Mm. our 2019 live shows there. Mm. And you can get stickers, posters and key rings. Mm. It's all good stuff. Now, we've had a lovely message from Alex Shepley on Facebook she says, hello, Tonky Tummy Tums and Pretty Baby. <laughs> she says, I hope you're both well. 
She says, I listen to the podcast at work and I'm binging it to get up to date. I just wanted to drop you a message to say for the first time ever, due to your endorsements, I had a pepperami. Mm. Yeah, so I think we, uh, we <laughs> waxed we, lyrical, didn't we? We must have endorsed a pepperami. <laughs> <laughs> and her verdict is, yes, they are good. Mm-hmm. There we go. She says, her favourite part of the podcast is when I play my own version of quiz and try and guess what the chapter will be rated out of. I wonder if a lot of people do that. wonder what we'll uh, come up with. I, I reckon there's like some kind of um, correlation to it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we're unaware of. <laughs> subconscious. Yeah. If certain characters appear, we get if, higher rated. If there's too much dialogue. Yeah, we hate it. <laughs> <laughs> she says she thinks she's only guessed correct three times, but she says, thank you both for creating something so wonderful and I can't wait to see you at a live show sometime soon. I wonder how many episodes in she is. Because if she might, you know... <clears throat> hear the end of one episode and go, I'll listen to that shit anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then she'll never hear this message. She'll never hear this message. So if you are listening to this, Alex, you still like us, I think. Hey, and if you are still listening, get another bloody pepper army girl. Hey, get that fire stick one. (laughs) That big fat pepper army now. The wide boy. (laughs) (laughs) I've not tried it. Is it good? I chew on it for a bit and I can't, I can't handle the whole thing. I just use it as a draft excluder. It's a bit of an animal. I lay by the door, gnawing on it until I pass out. Yeah. And then my wake-up call is the milkman opening my door. Why he comes in the house, don't ask. <laughs> I don't ask, you don't ask. I won't ask, my lips are sealed. <laughs> and uh, the final message we've had for this week is from Jose Perez. Jose Perez. Joseph Peter. <laughs> we think... He said, uh, now he's very early on, so we won't hear this for a few weeks, but he says he's just found the podcast on the Amazon Music app. He says he's listening to the first chapter episode, and he says, loving your personalities. Well, Jose, we hope you enjoy it as we get more comfortable further on and reveal our true nature. It's a very nice way of... uh... Saying that we're both very ugly, isn't it? They've got lovely personalities. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? It's like when you go see a, when you see a friend at a theatre production that mm. you hate. Oh, what did you think of the play? I loved the costumes. <laughs> I know. You were very confident. <laughs> you walked on with style. <laughs> it was fantastic. The way you said you like, you remembered them all. What a memory. <laughs> So thank you very much to everyone who's got in touch. This has been the Podivision Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Podivision, you'll find us. We've also got a website, podivision.com. And please check out our tour dates. We currently have 11 dates booked in between September and February next year. Uh, We're in Sheffield, Hull, Manchester, Liverpool, um, Telford, London, Brighton. We're not in Leeds as of yet. Uh, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Newcastle. And we're hoping to add some more dates. Chorley? We're in Chorley Little Theatre as well. We're in so many places and we would love to see you at one of them. So please uh, get in touch or you can find all the ticket links on website potvision.com. If you want to check out bonus content, have access to goodies, keyrings, posters, stickers, go to patreon.com slash pottervision and support us there. Next week, 
It is episode 40, the big 4-0. 40. Our Ruby episode. And it'll be chapter 5 of book 3, The Dementor. You've been Tom Lawrenson. You look like Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash pottervision.